Hello and hello. Welcome to Let's Talk. I am the hostess, Macy Blue. All right, so today I want to talk about blessings. Blessings. Everybody know what a blessing is. Sometimes we get it confused on who actually gave us what we consider a blessing, but for the most part, everybody know what a blessing is. And I want to tell you today, if you have been praying for something or somebody or for yourself or whatever it may be, know that God is on the job. And I'm going to say something that I know that's kind of generic. You have to trust God when you can't trace him. You know, I'm pretty sure you've heard that before, but it is so true. You have to trust him even when you can't trace him. Even when things seem like there is no way out or no way up or whatever um, you've been praying for a person and it doesn't seem like they're getting any better. You still have to trust God because it's not about our timing. It's about God's timing. God knows what our tomorrow is. He knows what our next week. He knows everything about us. So once we give something to God and we're waiting on the deliverance of it, then we have to trust him even when we don't understand, even when we can't trace him. So let me tell you something about a blessing what the Lord had given, the Holy Spirit given me. So one day I was really feeling really like down because I've always been a person that believe in helping people. And I've always been a person that even before I was saved, I would do things for people, even if it left me in a bad kind of situation. I found myself um, having a heart for people, and those same people would be the one that hurt me, but I still had a heart for them. So once I got my life, um, when God called me and my life was uh put back together and God began to restore me that same thing followed me like I still had a heart for the people I had a love for love for just the things of God so I can remember times of just paying my tithes because you know that was one of the requirements that God asked of us and a lot of people don't believe in tithing because they feel like what you pay in the church, but everything runs by something. If you want to, if you think that a church can make it without um, the tides, you're wrong. They need it to function. It's not necessary for the pastor to drive a BMW or a Mercedes, but if the church has utilities that needs to um, be taken care of. And 10% really is not a lot, guys. I mean, if you got a dollar, you're just taking 10 cents off that dollar. You still got it. He's generous because 10, 10% is really nothing, okay? But anyway, to make a long story short, I can remember tithing and really just giving to people and not really expecting anything from, from anybody. But I thought at that time I wasn't expecting. Like if I... Uh, bought someone lunch or I, I gave water to the homeless or I gave socks for the children or, or whatever I was doing the nursing home visits I did it because I really wanted to be used by God and people of and the people of God to be set free to know that God is real but I got in a situation to where I dealt with a sickness I dealt with um, financial struggle 
I dealt with, you know, things with my um, children. It just, I dealt with a lot of stuff in my personal life. And when I began to deal with these things, I began to almost have tantrums with God because I felt like, oh, I did this and did this. Why is this happening to me? Like automatically, because I, what I've done should have exempt me from going through, right? Wrong. But in my mind, that's what I felt. Like when I began to financially uh, go through a struggle, I didn't have anybody that could say, hey, can I borrow this or can you loan this? And I mean, there was no, no way out. And I was just like, oh my goodness, walking around with my head, almost hung down because I couldn't understand what was going on. I've always been a giver, I was tired, I did what God asked me. And here I am in a situation I can't even get nobody to help me, nor can I help myself. And then there was this, when I dealt with a sickness, here I was, I was dealing with something and I had laid hands because I know God have given me the gift of healing. So. I lay hands and I've gotten testimony of people being healed by me laying hands on them and praying for them. But here it is. I was dealing with something and I'm laying hands on myself and there was nothing, you know, at the time. Um, With people, children, I would pray for their children and they would come back and they would testify to me or tell me that how their children had changed in school and how they was doing their chores and whatever but yet my children was just out of control and I'm saying all this to say this I'm saying all that to say this is that um, with my finances God was teaching me how to trust him even when I couldn't trace him and all three things here I was expecting God to just do an outpour of me because with all I have done and then God reminded me, we have a bank account. And, and I'm going to say it like this here because I, I'm a person I deal with pictures. And and um, so I just want you to picture this. You have a bank account with a bank. And in this bank, you can make deposits and you can make withdrawals. Now, if you have nothing in this bank, you can't walk up to the teller and say, hey, I want $5,000 because you don't have anything in that bank account. So it's the same thing with a spiritual account. When you put things into that account, they are there for your withdrawal. When you're depositing good things into that account, they are there, but there is a withdrawal that you have to, that has to take place. And normally to, for these withdrawals to take place, there's a process. You have to fill out a slip and you have to give it to the teller and in return, they give it to you, the funds, if you have the funds available. So I thought about this with God. He showed me a, showed me a picture of all these deposit that was made in not only my life, but a lot of people's lives and things that they've done. And the reason why the withdrawal haven't happened because the slip was to have faith and trust him. Because if you didn't, if we don't have the faith or we don't trust him, then the withdrawal would would not be made. 
see, even if I have a bank account that's $100,000, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> have $100,000 in it, I still will have to go to the bank. I have to trust the teller to do her job or his job to give me what I'm asking for. I can't just say, oh, I got $100,000 in the bank and I'm gonna sit in my house and hey, I'm gonna snap my finger and take a deposit out, I mean a withdrawal out. You still have to go through a process. So he was showing me that a lot of the time our blessings are still in this account. We have a blessing account and we're not receiving them like we want to receive them or how we are expecting to receive them because there are certain things that we have to do to receive them. I know people would tell you all the time that, oh, you're going to be blessed. You're blessed and God's going to bless you with a house. God's going to bless you with a car. He's, he's about to do all these blessing things. And that's true. There's such, there's a thing in the spirit realm. God have already released certain things to happen in your life at a certain period of time. So if you're not receiving it, it's not because God don't want us to have those things. It's because in our account, these blessings cannot be withdrawn because there's certain things tied to them and certain things can be obedience it's not necessary because you put you did all this you did tithing or you lay hands on the sick it's not that you preach the sermon well it's because certain things are tied to certain things to be withdrawn so um if you not if you go to make a withdrawal from a spiritual account and it could be that god is about to bless you with that home but a week before he asked you to do something and you didn't do it. So that obedience put a, a block on your account. It's kind of like when you go get a check or it could be an income tax check or a check that the bank not really used to seeing or whatever. You don't have enough money in your account to cover it. They will put a hold on it for seven to 10 days. So your hold begin when you go to make this spiritual uh, withdrawal and your account, you you haven't did what it take to make that withdrawal. So your blessing is on hold. It doesn't mean, same thing with money in the natural, it does not mean that you're not, that your money's not gonna be there, but you cannot make a withdrawal until this happens. So certain things are attached to obedience. Know this, don't let people just tell you that you're going to be blessed and you just automatically think it. Now, certain things you will be blessed because God, because of grace and because God just loves us, sometimes we just do it because. Not because we deserve it, but because. But certain, I'm talking about the times when you have been praying, you have been doing, um, but yet there's still a hold, a, a hold up. There still has been a delay. Well, we have to go through these things here. And I want to give you these three things and just check your life over these things. Because I definitely believe that God is a God of love and he is a, a God that he owns everything. And he definitely wants us to prosper, whether it's in health, wealth, or whatever. He wants us to prosper. It's not, it's not that he designed us to suffer in lack and debt poverty those things he wants us to have those things he wants us to have the the things that we want he wants us to have them. amen so the first thing is obedience you have to be obedient to God if God is telling you to do something and you're not doing it then expect a delay 
And if he's not telling you, if that's not your thing, maybe you're doing what he told you to do, but yet you still haven't received a blessing. If that's not your thing, then we're going to go into number two. Two is people don't want to address this a lot of time, but generational, generational curses are real. It's amazing to me how we can go to the house, to the doctors to see a doctor and you fill out the form with um, your history of your health history of you. It's not just asking if you have had uh, high blood pressure or diabetes or anything, but it's also asking about your parents or your family members. If anybody have had died from cancer, anybody have heart disease. And it's amazing how even with the doctors, they know that certain things are tied to your DNA, regardless of the fact you didn't do it, you didn't, you didn't, you're, you're eating healthy, but yet your grandma, she may not ate healthy and she died young from a heart attack. Well, that puts you in a place to where you might die young from a heart, a heart attack. So generational curses are, even though it's spiritual, it, it shows up in the natural. Me, for example, if you're a person that um, your family have dealt with poverty, your grandmother was broke, grandfather, he worked his heart out, he left here broke, um, your mom struggled all her life, now you're struggling. Okay, so what you have to do and begin to do is look back and say, hey, okay, all this went on in my life, and I'm I'm doing what I, I'm, I went to school, I'm working hard, I'm doing this and that, I'm but I'm not really getting anywhere too far from what they did. Yeah, I'm able to buy a house, but I'm still struggling. My parents wasn't able to buy a house, and my grandmother lived in a, a shotgun house, but I'm able to buy a better home, but yet I'm struggling. I can't really get ahead. So you have to take a look at generational curses, and you've got to begin to break those curses off of your life. You have to break them off of your life. Because if not, it still has legal right to, to continue to move in your life. So you want to go ahead and break them off. Amen. So the first thing I said was obedient. You have to be obedient to God to receive um, the blessings of the Lord. Certain blessings. And two, you have to break generational curses. All right. And my third one I'm going to give, and it's a lot more, but these are just the top three that I'm going to say, give you for today. The third one is, you can't be out here treating people bad and think God going to bless you. You can't be a person who talk about people when they're going through their struggle. Or you can't be a person that backbite, a person who mistreat people, trying to use people, um, always doing stuff to get ahead by doing hurting other people or using other people for your advantage. You can't do that. You can't even expect God to bless you. And if you do get it, you don't know for sure if it's from God. Because sometimes people think, oh, God blessed me, got me this car. And that very car end up having you walk in the floor at night because you thinking that they're going to come repossess it because you don't have the money for it, to pay for it. That same car that you put out in front of the people, oh, God bless me, be the very car that you struggle to keep. You see what I'm saying? So you definitely want to treat people like you want to be treated and how God wants us to treat one another. I know, and I can say this for myself, because I was a thinker like this. I, If you did something to me, I want to see you. I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily do anything to you, but 
I wanted it to happen to you. And if it happened to you, I was like, uh-huh, that's what you get. You know, I had that type of mind frame. And so that is something that God don't want us to have. He don't want us to have that mind frame. Be so confident in yourself that you know what God has for you is for you. And what he has for your sister, your brother, and I'm not talking about like kin family. I'm just talking about sister, brother, man, and woman. Um, it's for them. We're not to gloat when people fall. Even though if they've done it to you, it make you want to. But you don't have to gloat for it. Because I believe God would turn around and the very people who try to demise you or try to um, hurt you, well, he'll turn around because the Bible says this. He will prepare a table for you in front of your enemy. So they'll get a chance to see what you're going with, with how he bless you. So you don't have to go and try to make them pay. Okay. Because God said he would do it. He will put a table, prepare a table in front of your enemies. So you don't have to go out and try to get back at nobody or anything like that. And you and you can't do wrong to people and expect God to give you that job that you want. You out here spreading lies on people. You are, or you own a job, you want that position. And you going behind people back trying to get the other person fired or saying things about them to when they're fired, you get their position. But guess what? Whatever your deposit was, you're going to get in return. So you may get that position. You may do good for six months, maybe even a year. But then someone is going to come right back. That's where the sowing and, and uh, what you sow is what you eat. You eat what you sow. That's where it comes from because whatever you've done, then somewhere you're going to have to get it anyway. So it's best to go start off right. Let's make a change today to do right by people. If you're wrong, say you're wrong. If you've done something to someone you know that you shouldn't have done, ask for forgiveness. Say, I'll apologize to them. Don't let the, the spirit of pride keep you from being a part of a person like that God have ordained you to be a part of their life. Okay? But anyway, back to blessings. God wants to bless each and every one of us. And he have blessings that are attached to each and every person's name. And some blessings God have already released to you. And some blessings he haven't. And we're talking about the blessings that he haven't, you haven't received. And I, let, me, let me take that back. It's not the blessings that he haven't released. The blessing that you haven't received. Because God have already released everything you need. It's just about the timing and your actions, your faith, your belief, um, all have something to do with that. Okay. So that is all I have to say today. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I wanted to get out, uh, about blessings. Make sure if you are, have been praying for something or about somebody or, you have been making deposits. You've done everything that you feel that's right um, for his tithing, for his being a good um, child of God, good steward of your money, doing all this and that, but yet you still having lack. Uh, you definitely want to start to break generational curses. And if you're a person that, you, yeah, you tithe, yeah, your family had never really had it bad, 
but yet it's something that you're missing and you want, check you. Do a mirror check. Do a ministry check on the mirror for yourself. Go before the mirror and and see what's going on with you. Amen. Because a lot of times we we, we miss ourselves uh, in the mirror. We're so busy looking at what others do that we miss what we do. Okay. All right. So know that God loves you. He really, 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 really do. And he, and you're never too low for him to grab you. And know that I love you too. And I do want to say this here. Share this podcast. Share it. You may start to listen to it and hey, you may not even, it may not have nothing to do with you, but it could help somebody else. So definitely you can share it. You can send in a text message. You can send it on Facebook to someone, Instagram. You can share it any kind of way you want to. And also you can also send me a message on Anchor to, if you have a question or you want me to pray for you or something you want me to talk about, definitely send a message. You go on Anchor and it is Let's Talk with Macy Blue. So you definitely want to, I definitely want to encourage you to do that. I want feedback. I definitely want feedback because when I asked God to be used by him for this podcast, it wasn't just my doing. Um, I want to be able to make a difference in people's lives. I really want uh, people to know they have an option. It, It doesn't have to always be a certain way. And I want the ones that who are, who know God, I want to continue to encourage them to keep pressing on and again you are listening to let's talk i am your hostess macy blue peace love and god until next time love you guys